Welcome to the Fused Fitness Formula, where we share information and motivation from people just like you, our coaches, and medical and fitness professionals, so that you can have all the tools you need to create healthy habits that fit into your lifestyle and set you up for success. Hey, FitFam. Welcome to another episode of the Fused Fitness Formula with your host, me and Sarah. Hey. We are going to talk today about the nuts and bolts of living a healthy lifestyle versus the bells and whistles. So sounds like one of those super cliche, abstract Mm. analogies, probably because it is, but we're going to make it real for you guys in this episode. Yes, this stuff is real. And this is all based on if you're somebody who wants to make like real lifelong lifestyle change right or lifestyle changes like we're always kind of speaking from that perspective of like this is how you build your foundation this is how you get these changes in place for ideally the rest of your life yeah it's it's just one of those like foundational just ideas and concepts and the reason we like to bring things back to analogies uh, is just because it's it's easy to remember it's super simple and very straightforward so when you're at a crossroads and you feel like you don't know what to do, it's just nice to have, you know, that concept pop in the back of your mind to help guide your choices. It's like a little North star for you. Um, so we're going to talk first about what, what the nuts and bolts might be. So what does that mean when we say nuts and bolts? Okay. So when it comes to like your, your overall, just like, health, fitness, um, your lifestyle, right? That all adds up to basically your lifestyle. The nuts and bolts are going to be the big foundational thing. So like, you know, you might have heard people talk about them in these terms, or maybe, you know, your big rocks first versus your pebbles. Like if you're picturing, and I know we've talked about this before in different contexts, but you have a bucket, you're trying to fill it, like you're going to use big rocks first to fill up the most space. And then you fill in those holes with the pebbles. It's kind of like the big rocks are the nuts and bolts. The pebbles are the bells and whistles. However, it makes sense to you to think about these things is how you're going to want to think about it. So when it comes to the nuts and bolts, the big rocks, the important stuff, I'm going to say for these, and like, you know, it's going to depend person to person here, but there are some just general truths. And that's going to be number one, your nutrition, right? So your macronutrients, you know, you're eating the proper amount of carbs, fats, and proteins, and your micronutrients, you're eating lots of fruits and vegetables, you're getting vitamins and minerals, and you're eating quality whole foods most of the time. Um, so nutrition is going to be a huge nut and or bolt. Um, <laughs> and I don't know how to explain that, um, but you get the gist is one of them. And then um, number two here, I'm going to say is your, your training. And that doesn't necessarily have to look like any one thing. Um, but the idea is that it is consistent. It's a consistent routine that you are doing on a weekly, you know, monthly, regular basis. Um, and I would say like my two cents here is that that does incorporate some sort of strength, um, or resistance training. I think that should be part of everybody's routine. Um, but again, like what I would say is more important is that you have a consistent routine versus what that actual like modality is. Um, So if you're somebody who's moving consistently, that's going to be really good. Nutrition, training, and then I'm going to add here also recovery. So like you are not overtraining to the point where 
you're always sore and you feel super run down all the time. You're also eating adequate food. So you're recovering correctly, right? So these training and nutrition tie into recovery, but this also includes things like your sleep, your hydration, your managing stress, right? That's a huge one here. Stress management. I would, you know, almost say it's like its own like nut or bolt. Um, so nutrition training, proper recovery. And then I would say to here, like anything that you do part of your lifestyle should be sustainable and satisfying. So I think sustainability and satisfaction um, are really important here. Like you're satisfied by your meals, right? You're not doing a ketogenic diet um, just because it gets you physical results and you feel mentally super miserable all the time, right? Um, Or you're not doing like a 21 day um, diet plan that then you fall off of and you go back into eating foods that don't make you feel good afterwards, right? So you're satisfied by your training, you're eating, you're also doing things that are sustainable long-term for you. So I'm going to go ahead and say like nutrition, training, recovery, sustainability, and satisfaction. And there are a few other things that we could probably lump into this are, are your nuts and bolts, your big rocks. Yeah, I love that. I think it's important to note too, like the most of the time thing, like the 80, 20 rule, right? Like you, you know, I mean, well, the 80, 20 rule could go either way. Um, that 20% of what you do yields 80% of your results or whatever. But also if you're, if you're consistent 80% of the time with any of these nuts and bolts, when we're talking about fitness, nutrition, healthy lifestyle, uh, stress management, we're talking about recovery, 80% of the time consistency, that's amazing. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent all the time. Because that's also your mindset. It's not all or nothing. Like it, if we're talking about long term, long term and sustainable, and we're talking about lifelong results and changes, then we're keeping that in mind that this isn't a diet program or plan. It's a, the nut and bolt element of living a healthy lifestyle is just cons- anything that's going to bring consistency in helping you build certain routines, build certain Mm -hmm. habits, build certain, you know, just go-tos, your foundation. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think like the, like you're saying that 80% or whatever, you're 85%, you're, it's the majority of the time, right? Like you, that plays into the sustainability factor because for most of us, like we can't really be a hundred percent on a hundred percent of the time. Um, and you know, it varies person to person. Like some of us have different inclinations, personalities, like abilities in terms of like how we feel most comfortable, you know, a more type A person might feel more comfortable having that like 90, 95% of the time they're pretty organized and they're on point for other people. There's a little bit more like room for some fluctuation and that's okay. But the idea is that like you are, you're allowing yourself a little bit of room so that you can be doing something that's sustainable. You know, it's not just like complete balls to the wall all the time because for most of us that is not sustainable yeah for sure um I think like what I like to think about too when we talk about the nuts and bolts is bringing in the the idea of bells and whistles so a lot of the times when we work with people it we get the questions of like oh um should I be taking collagen powder or Mm -hmm. should I be taking this pre-workout or should I be you know, doing, doing a ketogenic diet or whatever it is, like it's whatever the hot thing is, that's honestly like trending on Instagram or through Instagram ads or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, we always get questions about. So I like to think of those things too, as indicators of what if, when people bring those, those, um, 
either supplements or approaches up, I like to think about, well, what's the opposite of that? Because then that's going to be your nut and bolt, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I think that's that's exactly right. Like a question that we can be asking ourselves is, okay, before reaching for X bell or whistle, can I address this through my nuts and bolts? And that, you know, when we, when we talk about bells and whistles, it's exactly like you're saying, you know, supplements. Um, and I wouldn't say that all supplements necessarily have to be, you know, a bells and, or whistle. Like I would say, you know, I'm someone who uses a, pro, a vegan protein, protein powder almost every single day. And that's like a huge part of my routine that helps me reach like my protein goals every day. Um, I would say that's not necessarily like a superfluous uh, supplement, right. That I would consider to be a bell or whistle. Um, is it ideal to get my protein through whole foods? Yes. But sometimes that's not realistic for me. And that's where the sustainability factor comes into play for me and for many people that I know. Um, but when we're talking about these supplements, you know, it's your, like your fat burners, right? That's like literally just like a shit ton of caffeine. And it makes you feel like you're burning fat because you, your heart races and you get really hot, but you could have just had like a cup of coffee or green tea and gotten the same result. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, it's like, it's like an appetite suppressant, right? And like, maybe there's a time and a place for that, depending on the, how elite your goal is, right? If you're somebody who's like really dialed in, yes, there's a time and a place for the different bells and whistles that we'll talk about. But, you know, if you're somebody who is trying to just make some foundational changes, you, you don't want to look first to your fat burner, right? Because if you're like, okay, how do I lose fat? I'm going to take a fat burner. No, step one should be how many calories am I eating per day and how many am I expending? Am I in a caloric deficit? Because a fat burner is not going to do anything for you if you're not in a caloric deficit, mm. right? Yeah, no. You know, I think, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, and, and in this category, I would put too, like your, like your BCAAs, your branched chain amino acids, like those have very limited, very minimal effects, right? For somebody who's eating enough protein, there's no reason to be taking branched chain amino acids, which is like the building blocks of grams of protein, right? Um, other bells and muscles that, that we hear from people, you know, it's like, you know, should I buy organic? Um, you know, should I track really, really aggressively? Like, should I measure everything to the gram? Um, you're like, you know, like I said, you're organic, you're grass fed meats, like that kind of stuff. And I think there is like a lot of value in these types of things, but I'm, I'm thinking from the perspective of like, okay, you're, you're thinking about buying an organic apple, but like, you're not eating any fruit ever. So like, maybe you should start eating fruit first and then consider the fact, you know, that you might want to, you know, eat foods that may not have pesticides on them or whatever. Um, and, you know, meal timing, I would say is, is in here too. Like the time you're eating, a lot of people will kind of get into that headspace of like, you know, I shouldn't have carbs after like 7 PM or something like, as if like, you're going to turn into a fucking pumpkin or something, you know, like it, <laughs> Like that stuff doesn't really add up so much as, as like over the whole day, are you, what, what's your calories look like? How many carbs are you eating over the entire day before you start looking at these little like kind of tweaks that you can make to your, your fitness and your nutrition, right? Yeah. I think it's important to remember, like when you get into that headspace, like that's only taking you further away from your goal. And a good question to also ask ourselves is how is this going to fit into my life long-term? Right. Like if we're doing if we're making these changes because we have a goal that we're that we're excited about and that we're trying to reach and work towards, that's great because of course goals can change and transform as we grow and change and transform too. But it's important to remember, is this something that I can see myself doing long term? Or is it something that I'm doing because I'm seeing it out and about? It's like a buzz thing, or because I know somebody else who's using this product or you know, whatever, wherever your motivation is for using a certain product or 
trying a certain method, it's really important to ask yourself if it's something that you anticipate yourself doing long-term. Like you said, with the example of an apple, bringing vegetables into your, your nutrition, are you doing that consistently before you thinking, before you're thinking about, you know, how you're going to branch off and incorporate organic versus not organic. It's really important to think about why we're doing the things that we're doing. Yeah. I I like that you brought that up because this is something I like to talk about when we talk about nuts and bolts versus bells and whistles. And it's that idea of like, you know, when you're drawn to that quick fix, ask yourself why you're feeling drawn to it. Are you having a bad body image day? Um, Do you feel fed up with the fact that you're not really seeing results or like you kind of just have, have given up and like, you feel like you failed yourself. Do you see, you know, and we talk about this a lot too, this comparison game where like, do you see your neighbor, you know, maybe she did the, like, I don't know, one of those company, like an MLM scheme. Right. I'm thinking like, I know people who do like our bun or something. Right. And I'm not calling any brand out specifically. I'm just saying like, I've seen people use things and feel failed by some of these companies. Um, I think there's a time and a place for them to be used effectively perhaps, but you know, this is just my experience, right? So I'm, I'm not like calling anybody out, but the idea is like you see your neighbor do the like 21 or 20 day Arbonne cleanse thing. And I, I knew someone who did something like this. And, you know, like all those, all those supplements are just packed with fiber. So like you literally are like pooping, you know, and you lose weight, you lose water weight, um, you become dehydrated. And like you see your neighbor lost 10 pounds and you're like, shit, like I wish I could lose 10 pounds that quick. And like, but why, you know, like, like, like ask yourself why, like the, the deeper you can go with these, these like quick fix things, like, and, and the more you get to the root cause of the reasons that you're drawn to them, like, not only do you, does that benefit you because that, that shows that you have some awareness without just throwing yourself at, you know, the next kind of like hot, hot thing, but also, you know, you're kind of like, you're being an informed consumer and you're kind of sticking it to an industry that is kind of in a lot of ways playing you for a fool, you know? Yeah. You're just strengthening your connection to like, to your foundation. You're strengthening your connection yeah. to the things that are going to, we're so far removed. It's the whole all or nothing idea is not just in when we decide that we're going to make a change. It's really, if you look at, if you look at like our society and you look at our culture and you look at, you know, the, the foods that we we can go to the supermarket and we can get literally food that's in a box that's prepackaged, filled with sugar, filled with preservatives. We could choose that or we can choose something that is, you know, literally from the earth in terms of fruit, vegetable um, and different, just mm-hmm. different nutrients. And it's what it's also doing. And I think this maybe correct me if I'm wrong, is like what you're kind of getting at is like you're sort of looking for the answers like outside of yourself, like, of course, buying healthy food is still not just like you seeking health from like within you, but, but like you're almost leaning on something as a crutch because it's easier to just like kind of throw something at a problem instead of asking yourself like why you have that problem. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's just a matter of how can I fix this problem ASAP, which we usually just wait until we're at a tipping point when we want to start making a change. You know, you look at a mirror, you're, like you said, you're having a bad mm-hmm. body image day or something significant happens in your life where you're like, wow, I need to make a change. Uh, it's not usually something that is like, we're not usually on top thinking like, how can I be even better? Sometimes yes, but most of the time, no. If you really look at why we're motivated to make change, a lot of change comes from fear. We're fearful about something. So 
and when we we're in that headspace and we're looking to make a change and there's tons of information out there we're more inclined to go towards the bells and whistles and then wonder why we can't sustain a certain result when we're done using that program yeah yeah and like you I can't blame somebody for being drawn to that because as much as I'm encouraging people to like you know ask themselves why go deeper I understand how that feels when you have that like kind of emotional pull to something because you feel like you need something to just like fix this issue quick plus we're like the world we live in like we're constantly getting instant gratification so like our bodies have been trained to receive that the more you can work against that I would say the better right like things you can do in your life to sort of like slow that but you know we're, we're getting what we want we're ordering something off Amazon and getting it the next fucking day we're like you know posting something to Instagram and getting like all this praise like instantly from people who are mile you know hundreds of miles away like it's it's no it's no like surprise that these these systems or whatever these you know supplements all these sort of quick fixes are very attractive to people um you know the the people who who market them to us know what they're doing and like we as consumers are who we are mm-hmm. you know we are who we are and like i i'm all for like you know it's really on us as the consumer like be smart all that stuff you know educate yourself but like especially when we're talking about weight loss and um you know self-confidence and self-sabotage and like feeling like shit about yourself it's so emotionally wrapped up I understand why these quick fixes are so widespread yeah no you're it's it's definitely an indicator too of just like it's a good opportunity when you're making a choice about what route to take in terms of reaching your goal, starting in your routine, or just literally what to eat today, like on such a small scale, what should I eat today? Or what should I eat this next meal? Um, It's really just when you look at it from that viewpoint, it's really helpful to decide what action you should take. Yeah, and I, I, I like that you said that. And I would add to the nuts and bolts too and if this is very like a broad term but but you know kind of having like an ever-evolving mindset and the the mental piece to it too is huge in nuts and bolts and I know like for your transformation like that has been a huge thing for you and like everybody right everybody we see who really does make lasting changes it's that that the way you're looking at things matters because you're able to make healthy decisions during the day knowing that like this is serving you in five years you know and, and that can be hard because it's it's easier to like choose like the easy thing or the thing that's more fun or you are emotional eating and you're like I'm just emotional so I'll just let it slide it's fine no like you're actually taking that you're, you're being intentional about things because you've worked on your mindset to the point where you understand the value in doing something today benefiting you years down the line yeah yeah it helps it's so helpful it's just it's a muscle if you really think about it like Mm -hmm. the ability Mm -hmm. to make those choices is really a muscle and it's repetition and it's time and and time it's time time is also helpful in conditioning ourselves to make choices that are going to be more supportive in the long term and it might not be every time that you're making that choice in the beginning you're choosing the you know the things that are considered a nut and bolt you're maybe choosing things all over the place, you know, like one decision is good. Mm -hmm. That's going to be supportive. Another decision is supporting a quick fix 
uh, Band-Aid mentality, another decision is supporting neither because you're just not even aware of the decision you're making. So it's just, it's all over the place for sure in the beginning. But I think it's Mm -hmm. just really important to have that, just even like the visual, like the the nuts and bolts, like the foundation versus like this. I think of like bells and whistles, like floating, like when I visualize it, like floating around around us, like just grasping for whatever versus like a nut and bolt being very grounding. Like we just know it's there. That's just our default, what we go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. I think, I think the visual definitely helps. And um, I was going to say something. I can't remember it now. Oh, yeah. The, the other thing is just like you're saying with the with the idea that like yeah this mindset doesn't just come overnight like it's something that has to be flexed like a muscle something you're working on you're building and then you eventually get to the point where just like anything else like your training routine is like you know 80 85 percent like locked and loaded most times like that's how your mindset is too it's like so you can give yourself the grace of like shit I went to my nephew's birthday party and I ate like three pieces of cake because it was really delicious but then the next day was fine I got right back to what I was doing and like that 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 switch is important for a lot of us because what happens is we start feeling like we're quote unquote off track and then we start like going down that rabbit hole um and I feel like that whenever I see that like in the clients that we have like whenever I see that mindset shift of like yeah I allowed myself to have a really good time and it was great and then the next day I was just like doing my thing and it was fine whereas six months ago I would spiral for like five days like that to me is huge and it's like yeah it's not perfect because maybe you do eat in a caloric surplus for a day or two but like just understanding that it's over the course of your life you're giving yourself like that that grace really and that and that understanding that like this is my lifestyle therefore I don't restrict these things that is such a like such a cool place to be yeah it's much more empowering than thinking like oh man I'm here again and what am I gonna do to get myself out of it versus like all right, this is just part of like, you know, my, my, it's literally just part of my life at this point. Like I make a choice and I learn from it and I move forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the more you do that, the more you practice, the more you build up that, the more you understand that when you do see a bell and whistle, right, you do see that quick fix. You see that thing that's promising this crazy result and it's really tempting. You can look at it. You can feel drawn to it. You can ask yourself why. And you can even see it working for other people, but you're going to know that that's not going to work forever. And you know, it's not going to, it's not going to work for you forever. Like, even if you tried it, like, I, I feel like we all do that thing where like you buy, you kind of cheap out, right? You buy like the shitty version of something and you know, you're going to pay for it later on. Yeah. But, like, it's fine. Like, I'm just trying to like save like 30 bucks. So I'm just going to buy this like shit, whatever, who even knows. And then you realize like, you probably should have just spent the money to invest in it, which I would equate to like, you know the time you would invest in really trying to change your relationship with food, get, go a little deeper, address things. Like it's, it's like, you know, you know, cause you're smart and you know yourself in the back of your mind. You're like, yeah, this is like way too good to be true. But you're like, let me just try it anyway. And then you're like, fuck. Totally. And then like the time and the money that you spent on the cheaper alternative or like the, uh, mm-hmm. the alternative you could have just spent <laughs> initially like upfront. Totally. You pay for it tenfold. You fuck up your mindset even further you're still investing some sort of money and time. Like, I don't know, maybe you, you like blow your butthole out. Like, (laughs) you're like, I'm never doing one of these again. You can't even sit down because your ass hurts so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So let's give our listeners some, just some guidelines. I think we did, we kind of touched base throughout the episode, but 
what are some questions that they can be asking themselves when it comes time to identifying a bell and a whistle? I think like one of them that we brought up was, is this something I can see myself doing for the long term? Another one was, Mm -hmm. why am I, why do I want this result to begin with? Or why do I want to use this product or try this approach to begin with? Uh, That will help kind of determine the nut and bolt versus the bell and whistle. What else? Um, so I think even a little bit before asking yourself that, I think you should, and we did touch on this, but like, ask yourself why you feel like you need this in the first place. Like what is sort of kind of look for the root cause, um, instead of just like the symptom here. Like I, my mind here goes to something like a pre-workout, which definitely time and a place to use it. It can enhance performance and sports, all that stuff, whatever. But like, so I used to take pre-workout all the time when I lifted weights. Right. And like, I kind of you take mean, it for granted. You don't lift weights that... anymore? No, like I meant I don't take pre workout anymore. Okay. Um, I'll just have a cup of coffee now. But, but like, okay, so I, you're taking this thing, right? And like, this is a lot of us do this with like, you, you know, caffeine or whatever the like drug of choice is. But like, I, I never really asked myself if I actually felt like I needed it or why I felt like I needed it, right? I was just taking it because it was like the thing to do. And I was like, oh, like other people who are like, they look really good, they take it. But not thinking like, okay, is my sleep not great that I need to then take this to have energy to work out? Am I not hydrated enough that I don't have energy to work out? Um, Am I not getting up from my desk at work enough? Is my body not properly nourished by the food I'm eating? Um, Am I not sleeping well because I am taking pre-workout at like 5 p.m.? You know, like ask yourself these questions like why? Why do I think I need this thing that I definitely don't? And it's not (laughs) to say that you've never you never use them and you don't use them as tools. But like I was taking it kind of blindly you know and like if at the same time in my life I like bought a a whole fat burning stack from the same company because I thought it was like a cool thing to do and like other people were buying it and I wasted a fuck ton of money buying like fat burners and like krill oil and like the fat burning protein which like isn't a fucking (laughs) (laughs) like I did all this because it was like flashy and like the supplement company looked awesome and like their models looked awesome you know and like we get sucked in marketing is a thing I get it but like ask yourself why you feel like you need this thing you know how many times do we buy things that like they kind of are just like filling some sort of little hole and they're not really addressing anything in fact they're probably wasting our money and making yeah and just making our our thoughts and our ability to get to the root cause and to decide for ourselves what's best for our bodies it's just clouding that in the future totally Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it would so be like, why do I feel like I need this? Like what actually is going on? And again, it comes back to that question. How can I address this through a, a, a nut and bolt? And I know your question was like, how do you differentiate between them? Um, but yeah, I think what you said, like if you can picture yourself at 85 years old doing this, then it's probably a nut and bolt. Like, I don't know, like maybe, maybe you can be taking fat burners at 85 years old or like be on some sort of cleanse, but like I don't know, when I look at myself as an older person, I just want to be like living a, a healthy lifestyle. And I want to be like, you know, eating good food and enjoying my life and being happy. And I think if you can kind of like picture this being something you do long term, then that's a, a really great indicator of whether it's a, a foundational thing or like just an extra thing. Yeah, I love that. I love the 85 year old thought because, um, yeah, that's so true. Like, I don't, you know, you're, are you going to be taking freaking whatever weight loss systems when you're 85? Like, like you said, maybe, you know, we're not here to say to judge you or whatever, but that's mm-hmm. such a good concept. Like, is this going to be something that I would do as an 85 year old, you know, mm-hmm. love that. Love that. 
yeah and just you know always kind of asking yourself what like why like what really is the root cause of why I want this thing you know and I think like we do it with things that are unrelated to our like you know health and fitness it could be you know you see something like a I mean, I guess we live in a capitalist culture and that's part of it, but it's like, you see something that just looks really good and you want to buy it. Like you just, it looks really good, but you know, like we've all bought things and then you get it. And it's like, it doesn't make you feel better. You know, you're like, shit, I spent money on this, but like, now I'm like, what is this even doing for me? Well, we can have like a whole other conversation about that. Like how you can just like find joy without having, you know, from within or whatever, but I think it's really important for people that are listening to just realize that, you know, there's definitely tons of stuff out there and there's a time and a place for everything. And it's just a matter of knowing why you're, why you are considering what you're considering, taking, using, doing, and how to just have a, a good guideline. Like that's exactly what our nuts and bolts and bells and muscles concept is all about is just having a good guideline, a good guiding force that's there to it's it's a decision making tool that's all that it is um it's a decision making tool that will help you make better decisions for your lifestyle in the long term not just within the next you know two three months yeah yeah focus on what we outlined as your nuts and bolts first and if you feel like those could be improved look there first for any changes you're going to make and then you know once you feel like you have those in place then there's nothing wrong with adding some thousand muscles into the mix. But just keep in mind, those things are really going to be very minimally effective if you don't have your nuts and bolts like on point. Yeah, that's huge. Cause that's the other thing is it, if you don't have all those things lined up, then they're not going to work as well or at all. And so the idea of even incorporating those things into your lifestyle is not even worth it until you can get the nuts and bolts down. And that's incentive too. That's incentive to get, you know, to get a more solid foundation because if you have that foundation that you're building off of, what you do is going to be more effective. So if you want to incorporate some other things that are going to, that you've heard about that are going to make you feel better, make you look better, make you just feel more excited about your journey, then go for it. But if you're not even sticking to the things that are going to keep you, that are just going to ground you long-term, you know, cause I think mm-hmm. what's cool about like another concept with the bells and whistles is like, those are the things that are going to be that, that change for you as your goals change, but nuts and bolts will stay the same. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. And one little like tiny ending piece of advice here. If you, if you're like, okay, I don't really know where to begin with like, are my nuts and bolts in check? What are my nuts and bolts? Like, first of all, rewind, we just went over them at the beginning of this conversation. So you can review those. But if you're like, okay, how do I train? Or I mean, excuse me, how do I change my training? I, I will like, um, do a, a workout from an app, like once every two weeks, Um, and then I'm sore for like five days and I don't know, like whatever, just ask yourself like what your, your 10% better is like maybe even your 1%, right? However you want to, whatever perspective you want to look at this with, but like, okay, if you're someone who's doing a workout every two weeks right now, how can you improve on that? You could do workout every week, right? Or you could do two workouts per week, um, that are like 20 to 30 minutes. Like just ask yourself, how do I inch forward here? It's not about like going from one app workout every two weeks to a full on like training bodybuilding split where you're just on fire all the time no like add in one or two more workouts per week and then address from there right like every two weeks maybe add in a one percent however you want to look at it ten percent better change if your nutrition is not great right now right you look at it and you're like okay over the course of a day I eat zero vegetables add in one or two servings of green vegetables 
every single day. Like a lot of us aren't realizing that these types of changes, number one, they fortify the nuts and bolts, but number two, these types of changes are completely manageable. And once you start doing them, you build that momentum. That's how you get to the next step. That's how you get to that next percent better. Like it's not about going crazy to start. Just address one or two of your nuts and bolts. Ask yourself how you can do a little, a little bit better for each of them and implement those changes on your own. Yeah. And that's not sexy, but like neither is being 85 and like trying to, uh, you know, like do a, a mm-hmm. Metamucil cleanse, a 21 day Metamucil cleanse. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds so dangerous. <laughs> So you definitely want to get that shit in jag before you get there. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. Thank you for listening to our nuts and bolts combo. Uh, definitely challenge you to look at your day to day and think about what your nuts and bolts are. Is it drinking a certain amount of water every day? How can you change your nuts and bolts to make it even more supportive towards you, your goals, your lifestyle, and your future goals? And, um, yeah, it's always just good to challenge and question yourself about what you're doing and why, because if anything, you're just reaffirming why you're doing something or you're stopping yourself from continuing a unhealthy and unsupportive pattern. So absolutely. And we can all do better. So it's worth it for all of us to try to do this. 1% better every day. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thanks guys. Thanks guys. <laughs>